Hello and welcome back to our podcast. I believe this is episode eight. It should be. We hyped this one up in episode six, or no, in episode seven, because we were like, yeah, we were like, listen, last week with Aiden, last week with Aiden. Guys, I put a warning on there. There was no last week with Aiden. My mom said she didn't read the description, so she's probably confused. But as per usual, time doesn't make sense with this podcast, and the order that we do everything doesn't make sense to anyone except ourselves sometimes. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And I'm the one who Rachel organizes all of it. Mm -hmm. But here we are, episode eight, hopefully, with Aiden Manning, hopefully. Uh, No, actually, I'm I'm not here. Yeah. He's bye. (laughs) (laughs) End of episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Cam. This was inconceivable. Alright, no, yes, we do have a, a, a guest star. This is our, this is going to be our second guest star, the third we've recorded with, but second guest star. Yeah. Our we third have, is next week. Woof woof! We do have Billy next week. That's right. We have Aiden freaking Manning. That's not his middle name. Uh, but I wish it was. That makes it sound <laughs> a whole lot cooler. But, yeah. Aiden has been in our friend group this year, you know, kind of inserted himself in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that should go in the cool beans. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Aiden, tell people about yourself. Your oh, deepest, gosh. darkest secrets. That's I, ooh, time to get personal. That's, yeah, that's like a that's a loaded question. Mm. Um, I mean, I have been friends with Rachel for gosh, what two years now? And she yeah. just now saw that he has an earring. Yes. Okay, yeah. listen. In my defense, <laughs> I don't pay attention to anything. Well, for, for context, I have had my ear, both of my ears pierced, not just one, both pierced for probably since the beginning of the school year. So probably since like... I literally sat directly <laughs> next to you for a beginning semester. Of and, and it's so weird because I would like, I was so sure that I had mentioned it to you, but like, as we were you sitting here about have. to start, well, I, you know, who knows? Cause I'm just as forgetful as, as I think you are sometimes. Yes. So <laughs> it's anyone's guess. <laughs> no, but we met like literally... First day of sophomore year. Yeah. Well, was Pope's English class. You're right. Because we sat in it. It was with Dylan. It was with Dylan, too. It was too. Dylan. I love Aww, Dylan. He's he so died. great. He's so great. Yes. I never <laughs> see him anymore. I, I see him in the hallway every now and then. And then it was just meant to be. Yeah. You know? I like to think so. Yeah. We went on, like, a Lennox little coffee date one day. Yeah. That was so fun. We did do that. It's such an adult thing to do. I know. Because <laughs> We sat outside and we just talked for, like, oh my hours. Goodness. Wait, was it you that I emailed? Was that... Yeah. <laughs> okay, I feel like this needs to be shared. <laughs> All right, mom I and dad. I'm like, what's going on right now? No, wait, did I email, email you? Or did you email I think, me? Yeah, I think... So I think you emailed me, and I want you to pull up the email so I you can get, like, verbatim right direct quote. But she... So she sends me a few weeks ago, she sends me these pictures of these emails that we sent in, like, the very beginning of sophomore year. Like, stuff was still... COVID was still a little bit of, like... An issue, not everyone was in the building. Yeah. And she sent me an email saying like, it's like I, I only saw oh, a little bit of What's your phone number? Yeah, we should be yeah. friends. But it was like, it was emailing about an assignment or something about SGA. And then at the it very end, SGA. yeah. And then at the very end, she was like, and can I get your number? You seem really cool. Like, I think we should hang out. And then I responded and I was like, I'm, I'm so desperate for friends. <laughs> like, I, I need to hang out. I need too. to hang out. Yes, right now. Here's my phone number. No hesitation. Wow. And that is probably one of the oddest things I've ever done, but big payoff, big payoff. Cause here Seriously. we are, you know, 
filming a podcast together. Pretty crazy. <laughs> I'm not afraid to have that kind of confidence with a straight man. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey. Oh, I found it. I found you it. I found it. Friends? I found it. Oh, my gosh. No, listen. I did have that confidence. Airing my dirty laundry. Damn it. <laughs> Damn. I promise I'm not this desperate anymore. Okay. Here's my... He only hangs out with my girlfriend every chance he gets. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take a second and apologize for this cut that happens right here. I literally don't know what happened. But anyways, back to the episode. Hey Aiden, this is Rachel from your fourth period. I attached a link to sign up for SGA. Also, I wanted to ask if you had some social media or number. I desperately need friends and somewhere to sit at lunch. Rachel, Aiden's like, here's my MySpace account. Like, <laughs> here's he my said, LinkedIn in case you want my business profile. <laughs> he said, hey, thanks, here's my number. I desperately need friends as well. Hope we can help each other. Did you put a little signature at the bottom of the email too? Yeah. Rachel Krasotsky, 10th grade. I did, did I do the same thing though? Did no, I do like no, no, sincerely Aiden Manning or something like that? No, it was just get yeah, Outlook for our ass. No, like mine is all official and it's like, thank you, Rachel Krasotsky, class of 2024. Like oh my, my nice little email signature. And you're like, get yeah, Outlook for iOS. Like, I'm professors. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. I like, and I totally forgot that that conversation happened. Because, you know, I feel, I, for whatever reason, it's like high school has totally wiped my memory. Yes. Like, you know, you go from even one semester to the next and it's, it's definitely really bad. I should get it checked out. But, you know, if you <laughs> asked me what, when I had stuff last year, couldn't tell you for the life of me. No, Not at all. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, like what classes did I take? And I'm like, I don't know, actually. <laughs> like, I, I have to sit down and go, okay, wait, hold on. So if I'm in math four right now, what math did I take last year? <laughs> Reverse one, engineer it. Two, High fives all around. (laughs) Yep, that's about how the first six minutes of this is gonna go. (laughs) Whoops. That was our guest star's fault. No. Okay, well, anyway. Speaking of randomness, here's Cool Beans. reach into my sweatshirt pocket and I pull out my mom's underwear. Anyways. I'm gonna delete that part. I can't be exposing myself on the internet. I know he's texting me something and I almost responded and I was like, this is way too inappropriate to say to you. (laughs) I was like, you were making all these extravagant hand movements. I talk with my hands even when no one can see them. So, coming apart and it's stuck to the inside of my sweatshirt pocket. So I'm just standing there in public holding my mom's underwear. All right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey in the studio. No, um, we're back. I wish. I'm Can a nerd. Can you come on, please? Oh, that'd be great. I would, I would happily give up my guest my guest <laughs> seat for this episode. For Matthew. Right, Matthew. Right. We'll FaceTime you. Yeah, that's that. I'm happy. I'm happy. I got. I'll wear. I I'll like wear to them like to school him. tomorrow. But I got. <laughs> cool beans. Um. No, I'm like a weird one. Like just like the fact that he exists. Well, only actually now he's not that attractive. Like used to be, like Magic Mike, Mike era. Okay. Ooh. You should watch the movie Failure to Launch. That's like late nineties or early two thousands. Matthew McConaughey and Bradley Cooper. Um, now you just get to him. I got these like Matthew McConaughey glasses. I'll wear them to school tomorrow. But oh yeah. Oh, they are. They are Matthew, Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey glasses. glasses. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Zoe Deschanel, wasn't it? it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good movie. Um. Anyways. Into the topic of the week while Rachel gushes over Listen, Eminem. there's a lot of hot people in that movie. <laughs> the, um, the, the guy from National Treasure is in it, Riley. 
I think. Oh, like the super nerdy guy. Bradley Cooper. No. I know, you're, I know you're talking about. Martha? He gets like the Lamborghini and all that. Mm-hmm. That's a um, great movie, by the way. Movie. Yeah, that guy. Justin Martha. Yeah. You know they made a show. This it came did. out before I was born. Me too. No. I think. It came out March tenth, two thousand six. Okay, so that came out on my year and two day birthday. Year and two day birthday. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyways, um, back to the topic. See, as Aiden said, I get a sense. <sighs> Um, the three of us are all, okay, the three of us are all involved in, in different stages of the college process, as we know many listeners are. I thought you were just um, going to say we're involved. Yeah, you guys are involved. I'm like really in it. No, okay. This well, as you said, we share. Stop, so. <laughs> guys, me and Aiden are going to prom together. He hasn't asked me yet, but we're going. It sounds like Stu. I feel like Last an overly semester. clingy girlfriend right now. I, I get the energy. I get the energy. And a lot of your past is starting to kind of come together and make yeah, sense right yeah. about now. She's got boy insecurity. She's like, Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think right about now, too, the audience must be getting like, at least a little bit of a more complete they're like, picture. They're like, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so that's Rachel and Aiden, and that's about all you need to know. Um, yes, we are all in the middle of college processes. Um, Rachel, Rachel's a junior. Um, I'm a senior. Aiden's a fake senior. He's a junior senior. <laughs> like he's a junior, but he's graduating this year because he's he's better than a lot of people. Oh, don't say um, that. <laughs> no, he just looked at his schedule and was like, "Look, I can just get out of here," and so he did. Mostly valid. Yeah, it was it was the oddest thing. I didn't even know that that was a possibility. Um, I just remember looking at my transcript because I was obsessed like my freshman and sophomore year with getting my transcript every second. I mean, yeah. I know the front office lady, like the student services, mm-hmm. we, we first name basis practically because I go up there and see her all the time. Nice. And yeah, I happened to look at my transcript and I was like, how many credits do I need to graduate? Wait, why do I need to be here longer? <laughs> she was like, get out of here. <laughs> so yeah, we've been going through that. Sorry. And then Rachel, we're, Okay, I'll share my process since you're in the middle of drinking. I was dying. I'm sorry. Um, enjoy your water. Um, I, like a normal I senior, I've, okay. Um, started, I mean, I started making a college list when I was a freshman. Because when I was a freshman, sophomore, I thought I wanted to play college baseball. And so I kind of used baseball as a way to find more out about colleges. Um, and then um, Virginia Tech asked me to come to a baseball camp there when I was a freshman. This was like a month before COVID started. And so I went up there and I knew after that camp, I don't want to play college baseball. <laughs> um, I don't want my entire life to be this, but I loved Virginia tech. And at that point it became my number one school. Um, and it stayed that way. Um, just the campus and the city or town is not a city in any way of Blacksburg. Um, so start out with, I remember I made this like huge college list. I separated it into sections of the United States. I had like the mid Atlantic, the Northeast, the Midwest, <laughs> Southeast, like these are the schools that I was I bad, but to. I wasn't that bad. I had so many because I wanted to go away, away. Like if you'd asked me freshman year before Virginia Tech where I want to go, I would have said uh, Chicago. Like wow. I wanted Illinois? to get out. Yeah, Chicago is my favorite city I've ever been to. But anyways, I wanted to get out, and then um, I heard about this thing called out of state tuition, and <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa. Um, and also, Chicago is really far away as well as some other schools there. And so that list started like kind of shrinking down, shrinking down, shrinking down, um, and had it at a good point junior year. And then, you know, just started working on the common app sent out. I think I applied to 12 schools and then working on scholarships. Um, it's, it's been a lot, but 
at a good place now with it all. We'll get into that. That's an introduction. Rachel, go. Um, <laughs> let's see. I basically had my life planned out um, starting in third grade. I was like, okay, listen, I'm going to go to this school. I don't even remember what school it was. And I'm going to be a teacher and I'm going to come back and I'm going to work at this school and like everything. Right. And then obviously I was an idiot kid and that changed 17 million times. Um, but my like eighth grade year, I really started to get into like colleges. Cause I was like, okay, if I decide what college I want to go to and like what, um, I want to study, then I can figure out what classes I need to take when I'm in high school so that I can kind of get myself on that career path, which of course totally didn't. Middle school also pushes on you really quickly. You need to know exactly what you're going to do and what classes yeah. you're going to take. Yes. And I didn't, what I want to do now, I didn't know that until like middle of junior year. Yeah, no, like it, like I'm looking at classes for next year like my senior year. And I'm like, oh, that might be helpful if I'm going to go and I'm going to do international business in college. And I'm like, why would I ever, like, I wouldn't have thought about that when I was in eighth grade. When I was in eighth grade, I was like, I'm going to be a teacher. Yeah. And then I'm like, hmm, no. I actually like having money, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but no, my um, sophomore year, because that was right, like, after COVID happened, I really started going to tour colleges. Like, I toured my first college my first semester of my sophomore year. Um, and then... Um, like end of sophomore year, early junior year, I really went and I toured like a bunch of colleges. I think I've toured seven and they're all like super, super small colleges as in less than half the size of our school, except for UNCG, which I toured. Cause I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'll tour. And I hated it. Um, but you know, and then I stepped foot on Guilford and I saw their whole little spiel and I was like, this is the love of my life and I really want to go there. And then I honestly kind of felt the same way about Randolph-Macon. That's my that's my number two choice right now. So, but I still have a year. I don't have to worry about yeah. it like these and guys. And stuff. Yeah. I mean, I bet you felt totally differently a year. You a year ago, you were set on Wingate. I was You're like, I'm going yeah. to Wingate. We're going to tour Wingate, and then obviously you're and not even thinking about that anymore. Another school, and I was like, wow, it really actually sucked there. I didn't like it. Yeah. So. So you never know what could change in a year. Um, mm hmm So yeah, I mean, like. There's no, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to have, a, obviously you need to have, like have a plan or having a, a goal of where you want to be and not just taking random stuff and applying to random, random places. And I love touring colleges. Like you talked Me about, I, I can't count how many I've toured, but if I'm near a college, I'll go walk around it just to be like, I love being on a college campus and figuring out what I like and don't like. I do the about. official tours just to get a t-shirt. <laughs> I have so many free t-shirts because I collect them I've all. never gotten a free t-shirt from a college store. I went, I toured um, William Peace University, which is a really small, um, like, like, liberal arts college Raleigh. in downtown Raleigh. Yeah. And they gave my dad a free t-shirt, too. Wow. <clears throat> I bet High Point they give you, like, a hoodie and a suit and everything. Like, with how much you pay. <laughs> they're, they're yeah, better. They give out so much free stuff. I get so much mail from them, and I'm like, I bet you spent a lot of money on this mail, yes. but it's going in the trash. Well, like, I'm not going. You know, I got this. It was so weird. It was from this program and in the mail. And it was almost like those x-rays, you know, in movies where it's like that yeah. hard plot. It was that. It was oh like for gosh. a medical program. And I was like, you probably spent who knows how much on just one of these. And who knows? Mm -hmm. Like, they probably sent them out to a thousand different yeah. people. And I was like, the funding that goes into just that yeah. I think that insane. they should stop sending out so much mail. And then they should just make your tuition lower. Uh, yeah. Like, so much of that money has to go to mail. I had... When I, I started getting college mail when I was a freshman, so I was joining like these lists and interest lists and stuff, and I had two boxes this tall filled with college mail. Mm. I just threw it away. Like, and then, I mean, I still get so much. Even after, I like, if you haven't applied to a college at this point, you probably don't want to go there. 
yeah. if you're a senior and I'm getting all this stuff. I got my, I mean, I'm getting stuff from High Point, even though I've already applied. They're still sending me, you need to apply. I'm like, all right, you need to update your mailing list. And yeah. I got my huge acceptance package. I mean, it was, it was a book from High Point today. Honestly. And I'm like, not going, but thank you. <laughs> I remember the first piece of mail I got from a college. Like my parents thought it was such it was the a biggest big deal. deal. Yeah. It was they want you, they like want this you. tiny little postcard from the University of Miami. And like my mom made me take a picture of it in front oh of the mailbox gosh. and she was like, Rachel's first college piece of mail. Like I'm going to cry. She's growing up so fast. <laughs> I think and it's like, awesome. Yeah. I think it's funny to see what colleges will send you to. I remember I got coasters from the University of Nebraska. I want coasters. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to start signing up for all I'll of the mail just to get free stuff. <laughs> all you need to do is sign up for like two and then they send out your information everywhere else. <laughs> I'm like, I've never even heard of this place. And they're sending me boatloads of mail. Mm-hmm. That's like, I have a stack over there. Oh, wait, no. This is all of like my free stuff that I've gotten from computer colleges. Stickers. Yeah. I have a all lot of, of big stickers from colleges of places I'm not going. Ooh, this one's so pretty. And it's literally in Wake Forest. Thales College. Thales, there like, you go. Thales yeah. Academy. They made a college. They did. There's 18 people enrolled. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I like your sticker though. So thanks for that. <laughs> I'm surprised they have money for a sticker. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Yeah. Aiden, yeah. tell us about your college. Yeah, it's it's definitely, I think, the, the graduating early kind of, not necessarily threw a wrench in it, but I think it definitely messed with my idea of what I had for what was going to happen. Because uh, very much like you, Rachel, I like, when I was younger, I, I mean, starting in sixth grade, when my sixth grade, I'll never forget it, my sixth grade English teacher decided that for most of the semester, we would focus on emailing and sending out stuff to as many colleges as we possibly could. And by the end of the year, the entire room was covered in flags from different colleges, everywhere from Harvard to Columbia to University of Nebraska and Miami (laughs) and like anything that you could possibly think of. We, We got lanyards and all kinds of stuff and it was really, really cool. Um, and it was then that I like kind of looked at the wall and I saw Harvard and I was like, I'm doing it. And so now is that going to happen? Probably not. <laughs> but I, I like from then on six, seventh, eighth, you know, all, all of it. I, I had this really curated idea of this is my track. These are the classes I'm going to take. These are the grades I need. And I have tried my best, <laughs> but honestly, at this point, I'm just so excited to be going to college, you know, taking that, that next step. Um, and staying as close to home as I can because in-state tuition, (laughs) but, but also trying to get far enough away that I can kind of have my own life. And more than anything, I'm just excited. I'm just so pumped to be able to. You sound like you're getting an interview (laughs) done. Well, I, I know, but so Aiden, what do you say? All right. Tell me about that play that you made today. (laughs) No, but I I am. I'm excited. I know my parents are too, but. I, I do want to stay close because I love them. I don't know if I what I'd be be able to be doing with, without them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I share a lot of that excitement, but I also I, we've talked about on I think I talked about on the last episode. I hate changes so much, mm-hmm. and college is going to be the biggest change that I've ever gone through in my life. I've never gone through any like huge moves or family things. Like this is going to be insane. So I'm excited to to get away somewhere different, to be in a different place. I knew I never wanted to go to like NC State. Or Chapel Hill. I applied to Chapel Hill as a solid in-state option. I got waitlisted. Um, but I knew I didn't want to go there. I'm like, I've grown up around these places. I want to get out somewhere different. Um, and so I'm excited to get out and, and, and be on my own. It's not that I don't feel unprepared to be on my own. I think my parents have been amazing about teaching us um, 
how to, how to really take care of ourselves. And even that's just like cleaning the bathroom and doing laundry, like things that my roommates may not know how to do. Yeah. We have to be like the mom that of, is of our dorm. That we need to talk about oh is how gosh. parents do not prepare their children to be able my to gosh. clean or provide yeah. like any basic hygiene in their life. Yeah. It, it is ridiculous. Wear deodorant. Like shower. A shower? Yeah, let's start with showers. Brush your teeth, maybe. You know? I think, yeah, we can Put tell if you don't. A dish in a dishwasher? Oh my goodness. What? You know, so my, my both my parents were, were in the Air Force. They went um, my dad went right after high school. You um, are in short. Like yeah. They whip you in shape in yeah, the Air Force. Yeah, well and and so I will say a first note, you know, to my parents listening. Totally, they've done a great job. Not just saying that because I know they're there, yeah. but they, I, I I'm just saying think they have done a great job instilling no. me with like, you know, knowing how to do dishes, knowing how to vacuum and mop and all of that stuff. Um, but I think that partially stems from the people that you run into, especially in the armed forces. I know that my dad always tells a story of this one guy and that he did basic training with who, and I don't, I'm not kidding at all, had mold growing on his head. Ew. Like actual oh. green that, mold. Ew. Oh. Right? Is ew. It, and, and I'm just like, I, you know that he's not the only one either. And you hear all these No, stories. I hope he's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> well, like rubbing heads and, with people. And, like, mm. well, and That's you, worse than life. <laughs> well, and you hear all these stories of like genuinely people that don't know how to do it. Like put a, clothes in a machine and start it. You know, like put some like detergent in there and that's it. But they can't do it. And totally crazy, but so oh. thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, for that. Aiden will not have green mold on his head <laughs> in college. <laughs> if any of my roommates do, I will move properly. No, like honestly, if I move into college and my roommate has mold growing on their head, I am moving right back out. Yeah. I'm like, nope, I'm living at home. Nope. I'll the try hallway, the next hallway year. seems nice. Right. You know, <laughs> like most colleges will give you. To, you can either do sweet living or like hallway kind of stuff. And on the hallways, you'll have like a communal bathroom Ugh. and, but they clean the bathroom three times a day. At three least I, depending I, on the car. Yeah, but, they do, but they do clean that bathroom at some point. If you're in a suite room, you got to clean that on your own. And, but honestly, like a group of guys, I don't know. That's going to go in. No. So yeah. listen, well, opportunity trade-offs. Microeconomics, tell me this, okay? okay. Do you want to be responsible for cleaning your own bathroom or do you want to share a bathroom with 20 people? Because I'm fine with cleaning my own bathroom if it means that I'm not going to get foot fungus from me a well. shower. Yeah. Like, obviously, yeah. wear shoes. Wear I'd be shower going shoes. in with shower shoes. But, like, enough years at Girl Scout camp has taught me to wear shower shoes. Yeah. But, like, it's just, ew. Why, like, if I want to just, like, listen to music while I'm taking a shower and not disrupt other people, like, Sweet, sweet style. Yeah. yeah. Or if you go to a small enough college, you get your own bathroom per room. Well, there are even some, I've seen some of the Ivy Leagues will like, will do, they'll do two people to a room instead of like a suite. Cause some colleges, you know, do yeah. suites of like six people, yeah. but they're, they're a college that like they get their own bathroom and it's two people in a room. It's so, it's so weird. Mm -hmm. It like, it's like they rub it in sometimes yeah, because you see the, yeah, <laughs> well you see the videos and then like, this is my, this is my apartment tour. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I mean dorm. <laughs> you know, they show, this is our 75 inch television yeah. and our couches, plural. And <laughs> like, all right, go save the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, part of it is like rich people, but some of it is just size of the college because when yeah. I went to high point and or not high point. No, I have not been to High Point. When I went to William Peace and I toured it, that room 
was as big as like my childhood bedroom. Really? Like it was the biggest, like you, my dad could lay out on the floor and still have room to like roll around. Like it was the biggest storm that I have ever been in. And I was like, this is not normal. Mm-hmm. How, like it just, I just didn't comprehend it. And then I was like, when I went to UNCG, You're like, oh. I was like, I can't even stand in the middle of this room. Like, what do you, how do you expect me to live in here? Yeah. The worst dorm I've ever been to is at ECU. I, my mom and I were there. We were in Greenville for a concert one night and it was move-in day. I had a couple of friends moving in for my baseball team. Like, all right, we'll go hang out with them, see their, tour the college, see their rooms and stuff. It was, I mean, it smelled bad. There was visible mold on the walls. Like that was not a good situation. Was it the athlete storm? No, it was, the, it was the fresh, it was just the freshman dorm that yeah. they move a lot of freshmen into, but it was, I mean, and my mom was like, this is worse than my college dorm. And she went in the nineties and this was 2021. And she's like, this is nasty. <laughs> Nothing's as good as your childhood bedroom. <clears throat> no, I don't think it could be though. You know. Nothing can beat this. This is oh my gosh! I yeah, live in this room. I I walked into to Rachel's room for the first time, and I was like, "This is no, it's like an oh apartment size." Yeah. yeah, and I don't mean to brag because like I live in a small like four bedroom family home, but yeah. like this is the biggest room. You have in the, the house. nicest room in the house. Yeah, yeah. like I well, could I totally stole it from see... my brother when he moved out the first time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could totally see like a little kitchenette, you know, in the corner. Like you could you could totally make an entire apartment out of just this one. Yeah. I mean, like I have a couch, a bed and a full size desk and vanity in here. Like, and this couch is not like a little lovesy couch. Like this is a couch. Yeah. It's a good comfy leather couch. And it is a very comfy couch. TV full length, two full length mirrors. Uh, three, three, three. Okay. Well, so that she can see herself okay, from listen, every that's angle. Like a three foot by seven foot mirror. Okay. That, I love that thing so much. <laughs> I made my dad hang it up, and he got so mad because he couldn't hang it up. It took him three tries, and it's so heavy. Um, anyways, with college stuff, I mean, yeah. See what I'm doing here? <laughs> um, making my point. Um, there's, obviously, we wanted to kind of get into some of the stressors and things that come into college, because it's not all fun and roses and fun adventures and tours. That's plenty part of it, and it's been a blast, but... I, the most stressed I've ever been in my life was I'd say four or five months ago um, when I had applied to all 10 or 11 schools. And now I'm like, are you taking a picture of me right now? I'm taking a video of you. Um, and now, <laughs> Let me make content, okay? okay? <laughs> and now it was like, I just got to wait. And I hate waiting. I hate not knowing. And to know that I had applied to these schools in, you know, October, September, whenever, I'm not going to hear back from some of them until February and March. I hated that so much. Um, I also knew that finances, I mean, my family is not a insanely rich kind of family. Um, that like, I'm not in a situation where they're like, you go wherever you want to go. Um, I'm not there and college is stupidly expensive. Um, and so I knew, I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to play a part in this with scholarships or my options will be very limited. Um and so there, there was, there was a lot of stress in that. And I, I even had to like meet with a mentor from church. I'm like, I need to talk to somebody about all this stuff. And I mean, we've gone out to lunch a bunch. Shout out to, to Jesse, um, <laughs> helped a ton with that, but. Hey, Jesse. This is a dude. Feels Jesse, like though. a party every day. Hey, Jesse. Hey, 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 Jesse. 
Yeah, three Great part show. harmony. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, we should start a band. <laughs> Too bad. We're already in one that doesn't do anything. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, and I mean that stress has definitely gone down as as I've heard back from colleges and and heard back from scholarships or not heard back from scholarships, um, and just kind of as that list was coming to like, I was okay with a no. Like I'm a, I would, I didn't want to get into all 12 schools I applied to because that would have just made my life more difficult. And so when I got a no, I'm like, cool, great. That's not where I'm supposed to be. Um, and defers kind of sucked. I've gotten three of those and I'm like, all right, it was kind of a no, but I'm like, ah, and you have a little experience with, with defer. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I, um, I've kind of, I can probably mirror what you've, what you've said that, oh. yeah, the, the process of getting all those applications turned in. And, and one thing you didn't touch on, which I'm sure you'll be able to agree with was how stupid it was just applying to colleges, how much that was. Yeah. Cause I think I applied, um, just to, I applied to three in-state schools, three out-of-state schools. And that alone was, I think like $600. That's what my family and I spent. So like 650. Yeah. Like, it was ugh. ridiculous. I mean, like even NC state was $85. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, cause that's kind of scary. Cause you think about it and you're like, Oh, I'm a little scared to, for all the money that I have to pay just going mm-hmm. there. But then you see, this is just to send you a piece of paper with my name on it. Not even a piece of paper, a PDF file. Yeah. They're a just PDF gonna file scan that they're through downloading and, for yeah. $85. And I was like that, it scared me because I was like, how am I going to pay for this? Cause like you might, my, my, I mean, we're not destitute, but yeah. we're, we're definitely not in a place where my parents are going to pay for it. You want to go to Duke? All right, here's 70000 yeah. a year. Well, and, like, and I don't yeah. expect them to. I've, I don't expect them to hand me that kind of money. Yeah. Because, you know, Even if you have that kind of money, like what are you teaching your kids at that point? If, yeah. if here I am and my parents are just handing me everything, like yeah. I need to, this is like kind of off top. On the same topic though, like I had to buy a good portion of my car because like, yeah, we could have afforded it, but. Like, this is going to be my car to take care of. I had to buy this phone that I got a few months ago because I'm like, there's a lot more responsibility put on something when you pay for it. And you're like, oh, this is mine. This is my money. And I paid for my you've car. dealt with a lot like, of that. So yeah. it's your baby at this point. It's it not someone else's thing that you're just driving around. You're like, no, this is this is mine to take care of and fill with gas and get oil changes. And, and, and so the college can be the same way. Like if luckily I don't think I'll have to, and nothing will come out of my bank account for college, but I'm certainly having to work my butt off for scholarships and to feel like, all right, this is, this is my work or a portion of, of this education is, is what I've put into it. It's like, it's really scary, honestly, thinking about it because I mean, I want to go to a small private school and it's starting out sticker price, like $50,000 a year. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, like $200,000 for an education that I don't know where it'll take me. And I just, I know that a couple weeks ago, like we had a day off of school and I was just like stressing out over this. And I was like, I don't know how I can afford to go to college. Like I know the education that I want and the education that I need to be able to get if I actually want to do anything to succeed. And this education has the biggest price tag on it that I have Mm -hmm. ever seen. And like, I can try for scholarships and all this stuff, but it's the truth is, is college is really expensive. Yeah. It's ridiculously way too expensive. The cheapest college I applied to with room and board and everything, it's 20,000 a year. Really? Like, it's just, it's insane. I think like, that, um, cause I mean, I really wanted to go to Wingate for a while. And I think that that was like 
$55,000 a year. Granted, as soon as you get accepted, they basically, like, pay for half of the tuition. But that's still $25,000 a year. Like, that's, that, you can buy a that's car. A, that's a car every, for four years. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I When I was meeting with people, I even met with my baseball coaches about this. They've been good mentors for me. And they were like, look, college matters until you're 30. Like, don't put yourself in debt for college. Like, I knew I wasn't going to do student loans. I'm not starting life negative 200. Like, yeah. and then they're like, if you go to, I think my baseball coach used the example of Elon. Like, you go to Elon, but if you walk out there with a business degree and you meet the right people and you're intentional about everything, you're going to be just fine by the time you're 30. Yeah. It might take you longer to get your foot in the door because you didn't spend Duke money at a school, but you're going to be fine. So don't spend an insane amount of money just to say, oh, I went to the school like yeah cool it might help a little bit at first but it's it's about you as a person and who you are and what you're going to work for um and where the best value is going to be i don't think there's much value in spending seventy five thousand dollars for four years you can get the best education ever but you're spending that much money that's insanity yeah to give college that much money and the thing is it's getting that expensive because people will pay for it yeah yep it's like honestly that's when you kind of need to sit down and like, I know that I've done this before and I'm sure that you guys have done it since you're actually at a stage where you're figuring out which college that you're <laughs> yeah. like going to, but you have to think about what you actually want from the college and not just, oh, hey, this looks good. Yeah. Like, no one cares eventually. No, and... like, I'm not going to go and I'm not going to spend every single penny to my name and more to go to Chapel Hill if I know that that's not the education that I need. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, that's just for, I mean, for me, I like really small classes. Like, the mm-hmm. schools that I'm looking at have 11 people in a class. Yeah. Like, that's just. You're going to get a lot of good personal education in mm-hmm. that class. Yeah. And you might go, say, you move out to California. They've never heard of, they're going to be like, Gillyford. Like, they're going to have no idea what that is, but they're going to love you as a person, and you're going to be intentional, and you're going to be good in interviews, and be like, all right, we want this person. We yep. want Rachel. And you didn't need an Ivy League next to your name on your diploma. Mm-hmm. You just, are you a solid human being who has a lot of passion and drive and intentionality, and you will be just, just fine. You will end up where you're supposed to be in college. I can say that, honestly, extracurricular activities have done more for me than school has when it comes Absolutely. to things like that. Like, granted, <clears throat> the speech class I took, amazing. Like, phenomenal. Kobe was a 10 out of 10. <laughs> she, was a 10 out of 10. she prepared me for so much. But all of the extracurriculars I've done and the leadership opportunities that it's given me and, like, the personal connection with the advisors and, like, the leaders of there, it just, that has prepared me more than anything for everything else that I'm doing in life. Like, Miss Freeman, I talked to her about literally everything. And, like, the one-on-one connection that I've had with her just through SGA and, like, talking about college stuff and applying for other things. Like, her compared to, like, the the relationship I had with Dr. Richards when I took his class. Like, vastly different things. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, the most, the couple most influential classes in high school for me, weren't even like because of the class. It was AP Psych, which I did love everything in that class. And I, in all my schools, I told him I wanted to like, my second choice major would be psychology. I think I'll try to minor in that possibly. Um, but Miss Chen, as a human being, was the most wonderful high school per- teacher I've ever met. And she cared about everyone in a way that I'm like, this is the person I want to be. 
Um, and her intentionality with how much she enjoyed her job and how much she enjoyed her, this relationships with her students. And then my business marketing class that I took, or not business, sports entertainment marketing um, with Miss Walker. And that opened up DECA, an, an extracurricular. Like the class itself, I was like, eh, with, but I got involved with DECA and DECA has changed high school for me. And tomorrow I leave for Greensboro for four days to do a big state competition with 5,000 other people, which is insane. The, <laughs> but I wouldn't have done that without her class. And, the teachers that you have do exponentially more for your, um, like, involvement as a person than any material that they will ever yeah. teach you. Like, the one-on-one can I, Like, I have um, one of my teachers, Miss Nielsen, I absolutely adore her. And, like, the one-on-one talks that I have with her about everything, like... Obviously, I'm taking her class because I want to learn the material. Like, it's a cool class. Mm-hmm. But Anyone I can let... teach you that material. But yeah. It's the, yeah. yeah. But I took that class because she was the teacher and because yeah. I wanted to spend more time with her. Like, yeah. Well, people definitely do that. You know, they find those teachers and they stick with them. I know that's why um, this semester I'm taking AP Latin. I mean, that's six Latin. awesome. I, Steven's great. Yeah. Steven amazing. has been, I mean... It honestly, it was not even about the class or the fact that it was an AP credit. It was just that, like, I cannot imagine a high school semester without Miss Steven and all of the great advice she gives on mm-hmm. clubs and testing and all this stuff. She's a and, blunt and real person. Oh yeah, you. like, like she, you're gonna get. She the will dead not truth give you crap or anything. Yeah. Like if you, if she thinks something and she knows it, she'll tell it to you straight. Even if I disagree, I'm like, you know what? I appreciate it. Like, yeah, I. You always you know are. how forward she is. Yeah. And, and I've always, like you said, I've always appreciated that as well. And that's really made me want to stick with her. And I think it, I've been better by it, you know, mm-hmm. by, by having that kind of mentor, yeah, yeah. um, to, to kind of walk me through the, the process every now and then. But I will say our staff and the student services are, depending on who you get, depending on who you get, pretty, that's pretty for great. Sure. I, I have Miss Garcia and she deserves, I mean, I need to get her a really great gift for when I graduate because I have met with her probably 10, 15 times over the past few years and she has been great as well. Um, and it, it really is nice just to see like when you find those people that, that can really help walk it through. Cause it makes it so much easier, yeah. you know, cause you don't know what you, we don't know what we're doing, yeah. you know, applying to colleges, all of that stuff is like, you know, totally they different language. Teach you that. Yeah. They, no. We don't have a class where they sit, you know, sit us down and like, here's how you fill out a college application. Here's how to sign on to common app and you know, all that stuff. Or here's how to fill out a financial aid form. Okay, so they're looking for because, an essay. Oh they my are changing gosh. the curriculum though. So we have a class to know how to actually do taxes. Yeah. You're doing like I, I personal financial literacy or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. 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 And I think, I think it's so important, especially as you get later in this junior, senior to have like a mentor that you can go to that's not your parents. Your parents are amazing. They want the best for you. And I know my parents do. But when 99% of the time when they give me a college conversation, I want them to shut up and I want to go to bed or something like that. I'm yes. like, eventually I'll be like, all right, I get what you're saying. I But in the moment, I'm like, stop it. Like I want to kind of do this on my own. Um, but when I try to do it on my own is when things don't go good. But then I started meeting with a couple of guys from church and baseball coaches. Um, so whoever that is for you, just... If that's a teacher, then it's a teacher. Um, But someone who has been through this and they can, your parents are going to be biased because they're your parents. Mm -hmm. And so it's good to get that kind of unbiased experienced wisdom from somebody and and not like if you have a college counselor, I think that's great. That's fine. But even the college, like you're paying them 
to do so. They're going to give you a little bit of different advice than someone who just actually loves and cares for you and wants like, oh yeah, let's go out to lunch. Let's talk about this college stuff. What are you stressed about? What are you, what are your thoughts? And just talking through all that is I've even had my best realizations, just talking with people. Like I have so many thoughts and I think a bunch of things about the different schools, but then when I actually like start expressing them in words with someone, I'd be like, Oh, I don't actually really want to go to that school. Like that's, that's actually, I'm like, I don't really want to go there. And the real thoughts start coming out. I'm like, yeah, I didn't like that place. Or, Oh, I actually really do like this place. And just, yeah, having that person to talk to has been amazing. Well, and I, I will say my parents have actually been amazing through, yeah. through the process. I know I have a really close personal relationship with both my parents. It's really special. Um, it, it's so special. And I, I would not trade it for anything. And it really has been super helpful. And just like, even just them challenging me about my decisions mm-hmm. has been like, kind of like what you said, you know, I'll think, oh, I want to go to this school. And then my, you know, my dad usually, and, you know, I've given him so much crap for it over, over the, <laughs> the course of yeah. the, the last year. He's got to be the devil's um, advocate. But yeah, he, he does. He, he's like, okay, why are you doing that? Why do you want to do that? What are you thinking? And it's always great to have someone not yeah. only that will help and support you, but will question you yeah. and, and will be that devil's advocate and kind of say, okay, you know, I understand that that's where you're at, but explain why you're there. And well, what if there's this other option that could help? I know I did that, um, talking about graduating early. Cause I was like, should I stay and, you know, not graduate early and just have more credits than I need? Should I take Wake tech classes? Should I, you know, maybe just graduate a semester early as opposed to a year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's always a ton of different options, um, both in scholarships, but also, even, you know, just going to what college, because, there's thousands of colleges everywhere and you know everyone has at least one college that really fits them when i um did not get into chapel hill i was kind of panicking i was like oh boy like i don't have an in-state option that i really like right now or one that's affordable and i somewhat in a moment of panic but also like i had done a lot of research on high points and i loved what they had to offer and abby had been there and would not stop talking about it um and i was like you know what i think i'll apply to high point like this does look like a solid option and i texted my parents i'm like i'm applying to high point it's 50 dollars, and they said you're paying for it which they had paid for all the applications before but they did not have a good feeling about high points and we had to talk that night about it and i went to bed very angry with them like I don't like, you don't know about high points or you're very biased towards Florida state. Cause that's where they went. Um, and I filled out the application. I got in and I got in with a scholarship, but then I'm like, no, I don't want to go here. They were right. And yeah. so in that moment, it can suck when your parents are being devil's advocate. And I hate being asked all these like, well, why do you feel that way? Why do you feel that, why do you feel yeah. that way? Cause I'm like, now you're just judging my decisions and I just want to make my own stupid decisions. Yeah. But then I'm like, I'm 17 years old and I'm like, I've never done this before. And eventually I'm like, yeah, they're right. I won't ever tell them that. No, I do tell them that. But, you just said it right now. Yeah. And it's on recording too. Your mom's oh. totally going to pull this up. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, we have to be careful because yeah. I know my mom will so like She's gonna download sound like this, this episode. Yeah. And then you say, I'm not saying anything. She'll be like, I'm always right. Click, you know, yeah. play it. Play it at her funeral or rub it in my face. <laughs> It'll be part of the will. It's like, hey, you need to listen to this clip. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know that I've had um, kind of the same conversations like every time because I, my dad has gone with me every single time I've toured a college. And, like, obviously, it's a lot of thinking that happens when you're touring a college and you don't realize how exhausted you are afterwards until you sit in the car and you're like, that was so draining. Yeah, my mom would be like, you looked really sad. You're, like, out of it. I'm like, no, mom. I'm trying to process all of this. I'm like, there's so much right now. But, like, on the way home from every single one, my dad asked me, like, 
what exactly did you like about it? What yeah. were some of the things that they said that were really interesting to you? What if this changed? What if that changed? Like all of these different factors that I have, would have had no idea to even not just, think oh, about. It's pretty. Yeah. But like, He's like, well, what? if you do this program, are you fine with taking this class? Because I know that you hate that subject. Like, is that yeah. something that's going to change yeah. your decision with that? And I feel like, like, obviously, yeah, parents have what they think is best in your mind. And I, I had this conversation with my mom the other day. I was like, I understand where you're coming from. I understand that you have your own decisions about my life, but please just let me make my own decisions. Like, because we were having a conversation about, I don't even remember what, but she told me something and I was like, listen, I know that you didn't mean that in a mean way, but, but it came across that's that way. the way it came across. Like, I understand that you have an opinion about how I should make that decision, but just let me make the decision, even if it's the wrong one. Like, I will learn from that mistake. Yeah. And I, yeah, like. <sighs> Making it's just wrong tough. decisions that aren't, like, long-term impact wrong do yeah. so many good things. To mm-hmm. be able to, like, to have the freedom to make that decision, even if your parents are like, well, that's not going to go well. As long as they know it's not going to, like physically harm you in some terrible way like it's okay to make even if they say like they're like oh that's not gonna work out like i'm gonna try anyway just to spite them and see if it's gonna work and then it fails and then i'm sad about it but it's like okay it had the possibility Mm -hmm. to to succeed yeah Yeah. see in my mind this was the plan this is how it's gonna go and then they're like you're stupid um no No. (laughs) kim are you okay yeah (laughs) twice if you need help We're going to just cut it out. This is a therapy session for me. <laughs> no, I promise. All is good. Mom, dad, love you. And thank you for all of it. Um, see, that's real sweet. That's so sweet. Yeah. Love you, mom. Love you, dad. <laughs> love you, mom. Love you, dad. <laughs> you just open the door and shout it to yeah. her right now. <laughs> My parents are going to be like, Rachel, are you okay? Do you need help? <laughs> no. But, yeah, it's just, it's it's a, it's a lot. And it's, it's really stressful. You definitely do need someone that you need to talk about it with. And I mean, I know that we aren't like your best friends for all of you, but if you guys want to email us, you can. Join the email list on our website. <laughs> no, I, I mean, yes, but also I meant like, if you have like concerns or thoughts that even if you are just like, hey, I need to just get this all out and I need you to delete this email as soon as you get yeah. it. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm, I love when people are just like, hey, this is dump. Yeah. Yeah. I'll and text. I, I'll be texting with friends and they're like, I'm like, do you need to just trauma dump right now or vent to me? And then they're like, yeah, I'm like, go for it. Yeah. And I'll just be like, that sucks. But I'm just like, yeah. I'll take a vent, just vent. Yeah. I mean, I sat in my car the other night, which this is, this was seriously the most beneficial thing for me. I sat in my car and I was thinking, and I was like, you know what? I really need to say this out loud, but it feels weird talking to myself in the car. So I sat up my phone and I started recording a video. I literally talked for 12 minutes straight. And then I finally stopped when I was like, you know, I've said the same thing three times already. I think that that's the decision that I've made in my head about this. <laughs> but yeah, like, like we were saying, like just talking through those things, it, it helps because your actual thoughts start coming out, not the weird and crazy stuff your brain makes up yeah. yep. to worry about. Well, and, and those, those things are very subjective too. You know, like yeah. I, I don't know if I would make a video, but I know that like, <laughs> that, 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 I helped you. It. Well, like, that, that helped you. And I know that the most beneficial thing for me by far has been just having friends to yeah. talk it through a little sappy, but like being here with you guys and like talking about it. Um, even if I know that, you know, this is going somewhere where other people can listen are, it, it's really helpful to just kind of like joke about it, laugh about it and get through it. Mm-hmm. And as you're going through it, complain about, Oh, that costs so much or, Oh, this college <laughs> deferred me or, Oh, this, you know, and it, it really makes it takes it from this like terrible thing. Like, Oh, my life is going to be 
rocked by what happens mm-hmm. to, you know, this is just a fun phase. This is a step before another step. And yeah. it, it, it kind of is what it is. In 10 years, we're just going to be like, I was stupid. Or, you know what? This is how everything was working out to put us where we are now. Yeah. And so, yeah, we have to get through that, like, initial stress mm-hmm. of now. I remember sitting on my kitchen floor sobbing. Because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I don't know how I'm going to afford to go to college. I don't know what's going to happen. And my dad really went, he's like, anything, any decision that you make, you'll be okay. You'll survive. It's not like you're going to die because you can't afford to go to college. There are other things. Like yeah. It's not an end-all, be-all. If you don't get into the college that you want to go to, go to another college. Or don't go to college. It's yeah. okay. All this, we talk about college. If college doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Right. And There's you can like, make six digits at 25. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Learning a good trade and stuff. You and want to be the next Because I told you that advice. Don't, don't have anybody else do anything of the, the Jenners or Kardashians. <laughs> I totally, and Rachel knows this, um, when I had AP, when we were taking AP oh Lane, I wrote gosh. and submitted, I think, three separate essays that About I managed to bring the Kardashians into it, just nice. pooping on them <laughs> as yeah. much as I could. Yeah. Because if there's like one group of celebrities that I can't stand, it's them. If you want to hear the rest of our rant about the Kardashians, come back on Thursday for our special edition episode of Aiden with the Kardashians. I'm Rachel. (laughs) I'm Aiden. And I'm Cam. And this This was was Inconceivable.